My name is Phoebe Dubar, also known as IKSRE. I'm a vocalist, viola player, music producer, certified practicing sound healer and card-carrying audiophile who experiences the world through her ears. And over the coming weeks, we're diving deep into the topic closest to my heart, sound. What is it and why it makes us feel the way that it does? We'll speak to experts and I'll even treat you to a few sound healing practices along the way. Welcome to What is Sound? Recorded on the stolen lands of the Bunurong and Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. Always was, always will be. I am the cosmic ocean of sound and the little wave of the body vibration in it. Paramhansa Yogananda. Episode 1. What even is sound? Sound. Hmm. I don't know. It's just making sounds. Scientific way, it's what goes in your ears and then bounces around in your head. But the reality is it's it's communication and it's emotion and it, it carries so much with it. Something that you listen to through your ears. Sound is frequency and waves and vibration. <laughs> Sound is talking. Sound is the space and vibration between silence. Is a number of things. Could be made by nature, could be made by um, something that's man-made. Um, a wave pattern. We hear it every day. It's something I think we take for granted. But it's something when you sit down and truly appreciate it, it can be an experience like no other. It's, it's when the leaves blow or all the hot tubs bubbles come on or, or, or a texture drops. I have no idea. Inspiration flowing through the air. It is the beginning. At around 15 weeks in utero, hearing is one of the first senses to develop. We hear muffled sounds of the outside world and, of course, our mother's heartbeat. And it is the end. In groundbreaking studies conducted in 2020, neuroscientists showed that hearing is in fact the last sense to leave us. The dying brain can respond to sound tones even during an unconscious state. Forbes magazine. Sound is fundamental to our most basic need for survival as evidenced by the fact that we can't turn off our hearing. We can close our eyes, but we have no ear lids. The only way to turn off our hearing is to put our fingers or something else inside it. The world around us may have changed, but we hear the world in the same way as our primitive ancestors. Sound, above all else, helped us to survive. It signaled to us when we should run or find shelter. It signalled healthy environments and it alerted when a tribe member needed help. But what even is sound? Let's get sciencey. At its most basic, sound is a wave, a vibration that travels through a medium such as air, liquid or solid matter. The denser the matter's particles, solids being the densest, then liquids, then gas, 
or air, the louder and faster the vibration or sound travels. Hence why sea animals such as dolphins and whales can communicate over such vast distances, because sound travels faster and louder through water than air. Or why a knock on the door is so jarring, because solid matter transmits vibration even faster and even louder. So how do we hear? Okay, so the vibration or the wave hits our eardrum, which is a small membrane inside of our ear canal and sets off a chemical, then electrical chain reaction within the brain, which in turn affects the whole body. But more on that in the next episode. Sound waves are measured in amplitude or loudness, measured in decibels. When you look at the sound wave, you can see its volume in the height of the wave. The taller it is, the louder the sound. The shorter the wave, the quieter. And sound is also measured in frequency or the amount of times that a wave occurs every second. Measured in hertz, frequency determines the pitch of the sound. The higher the hertz or frequency, the higher pitch the sound is. And the lower the frequency, the lower the sound is. And we hear pitch differently. Humans can hear from about 20 hertz. Anything below this is sub-bass, which is felt rather than heard all the way up to 20,000 hertz, decreasing to about 15,000 hertz in middle-aged or older. What we're going to hear now is a frequency sweep, which runs from the lowest notes to the highest notes in your audible range. Pretty high, huh? Chances are you're hearing dropped out around about 17,000 hertz. Young children, they can hear above 20,000 hertz. And dogs and cats can hear higher frequencies up to 65,000 hertz. And in dolphins, a staggering 180,000 hertz. That's over nine times higher than the absolute highest note we as humans can hear but we'll dive more into that in coming episodes. Sound is everywhere. It's in everything. The world is a symphony of sound, rhythm and vibration. In fact, everything in the known universe from the smallest atom to entire planets emits a vibration of some sort. And so do we. Yep, every cell in our body vibrates at a different frequency. We are vibration and everything is in a state of vibration and ultimately everything came from vibration. Let that sink in for a moment. And to fully understand this concept, we need to go back in time to the very beginning. For a really, really, really long time, there was nothing. And then just like that, the universe was born all of life as we know it from the speck of dust on your desk to unimaginably huge constellations in the farthest reaches of space it all came into being physicists will tell you that it began with a bang a big one the bible says that it was the word of god 
Vedic texts tell you that it was the sound of Aum. And the first people of this beautiful country I'm lucky enough to live in believe that that first sound was the sound of the Yiddiki. Census is clear. It began with vibration and it kept going on and on and on, and it's still going on today. They say that that first big bang is still going. But back to us on Earth, how did our hearing evolve? Gordon Hempton, an acoustic ecologist, in his interview with Krista Tippett on On Being, had something very interesting to say on this topic. He said that we humans, have a very discrete bandwidth of supersensitive hearing and that it's between 2.5 and 5 kilohertz in the resonant frequency of the auditory canal. Is there something in our ancestors' environment that matches our peak hearing human sensitivity? Because most of what I'm saying right now, except for the S sounds and the high-pitched sounds, fall well below that range. And indeed, there is a perfect match. Birdsong. So what Gordon is telling us here is we evolved to hear the sounds of birds. Our hearing, connected to our nervous system and everything that it affects, which is everything, all of it, it's linked. But why birdsong? What benefit do the sounds of birds possibly have for us as part of our evolution? Just think about it. The sounds of birds suggest a healthy environment. Water shelter, food, and no predators. Our primitive ancestors sought out these environments and as such, it's quite simply hardwired into us. So how often do you stop and listen to the sound of birds? How often do you give your ears and nervous systems the chance to tap into these sounds for which we so desire to hear? No doubt you think it's something that you can only do on holidays when you're in nature, but I guarantee no matter how urbanised it is where you live, if you learn how to listen, and I mean really listen, you can find those sounds wherever you are. And I'm going to show you how. For the next part of the episode... I need you to close your eyes and I also need you to be somewhere outside. So if you're driving a car and you can do so, please pull over for five or ten minutes, open the windows or if not, pause it and come back to this when you have a moment to yourself, a moment when you can be fully present and learn how to listen, really listen. And close your eyes and allow the mind to settle. Now just become aware of your breath, your belly rising with the inhale and falling with the exhale. 
And together we'll take three conscious breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And now we begin to open our ears, beginning with the sounds that you are creating and the sounds of your body. What can you hear inside of you? Can you hear your breath? Can you hear your throat as you swallow? Can you hear your stomach rumbling? Can you hear your heartbeat? Can you even hear the blood rushing through your veins? Maybe you can hear some jewellery that you're wearing. The rustling of the clothes that you're wearing on your skin. What inside or just outside your body can you hear? No judgment. Just notice it, acknowledge it and move on. Now I want you to begin to become aware of the sounds in the environment around you. Beginning with the sounds that are close to you. Maybe within a one meter radius of where you're sitting. What sounds can you notice? Try not to analyze them. Try not to get attached to them and just notice the sound, acknowledge it and move on. Of these sounds, are they man-made? And if so, how do they make you feel? Again, trying not to get too attached to how it makes you feel. Just noticing what comes up in you. 
and then moving on. Oh, that sounds natural. And if so, how do those ones make you feel? Again, trying not to get too attached to them, but just noticing, acknowledging, and then moving on. And now we'll move out to the next ring of awareness. Maybe 10 metres or so around you in all directions. What can you notice in this field of awareness? What can you hear? Again, there might be man-made sounds. There also might be natural sounds. What do you hear in this medium field of awareness around you? And how does it make you feel? Again, try not to get too attached. Just hear it. Acknowledge it. And move on. Are you starting to notice a pattern? Again, try not to think too hard about it, but just answer that question in your mind. And now we're going to stretch our ears as far as they'll go. How far can you hear? What's the furthest distance you can possibly hear? Almost as if you're using a map and you're zooming way, way out to see the surrounding landscape around it. Again, are these sounds man-made or are they sounds of the natural world? Hear them. Acknowledge them. And then move on to the next one. And now I invite you to become aware of all those different fields of awareness 
from the sounds that are closest to you and the sounds inside of you and the sounds a little bit further out and the sounds really far away. See if you can become aware of all of them at the same time, not giving preference to any of them. I'm just allowing them to all exist, almost like an orchestra. Every instrument has its place and contributes to the overall landscape. Take a moment just to listen to your sonic landscape. And now we begin to bring that awareness back in, letting go of the sounds that are far, far away. Like we're zooming back in on that map after having zoomed all the way out. We begin to come back to the sounds that are within our medium environment. Back to the sounds that are close to us, maybe a meter or so around us. And back to the sounds inside of our body. And when you feel ready to, I invite you to blink open your eyes. So welcome back. And what did you notice during that exercise? Did you see any correlation between how the sounds of the natural world made you feel versus the sounds of the man-made world? I mean, most of you, I'm sure, found the sounds of the natural world more enjoyable, more calming. But maybe there were some that actually made you feel something else. And vice versa, the sounds of the man-made environment might not have been so preferable, but maybe there was a sound from the man-made world that you actually enjoyed. My point to you being that no matter where you are, no matter how built up your environment, if you stop, close your eyes and tune in to the sounds of the natural world, I guarantee you will find them. doesn't matter how busy a city is, If you begin to notice, you will hear birds chirping. You'll hear leaves rustling. You'll hear gravel under your feet when you're walking on a path. You might even hear the sounds of crickets. If you choose to, I encourage you to not wear earbuds every time you go out for a morning walk. Leave them at home. Instead, Take this opportunity to actually spend your morning tuning into the sounds of the natural environment. 
the more you notice it, the more you become aware, the more that you hear. And the more that we can tap into the sounds of the natural world, the better off we'll be. Remember, these are the sounds that we are built to hear. It benefits us in more ways than we can possibly imagine. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope it's given you a little bit of an insight into what exactly sound is and how it works. And I really hope that the listening exercise has begun to open up your ears and change the way that you hear the world. Please rate, follow and share this podcast with your family and friends if you enjoyed it. And I'm not seeking financial gain from this podcast. I'm putting it out there as a learning resource because I'm so passionate about this topic. If you do feel like somehow showing your appreciation other than rating, following or sharing, I encourage you to donate to a charity and I will be picking a different charity each week. And given this week we talked about the sound of birds, I encourage you to donate to Bush Heritage in Australia or if you're overseas, some kind of environmental charity that looks after the natural world and preserving it. Next week, I hope you will join me for what was honestly one of the most incredible conversations I've had in my entire life. I'm not going to say anything more than that other than I really, really hope you will join me. Meanwhile, keep your ears and hearts open.